0: morning to you. How are you doing, boy? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? been a
1: busy week, I tell you. We, we have uh, an interesting evening tonight. We're going to discuss a, a couple of uh, pretty uh, unknown things about the uh, UFO situation. And uh, taken to the, the nth degree, when you think about if it's true, it, it certainly correlates with all the uh, information that, that we have today and uh bringing it together uh, as a, like a jigsaw puzzle it's uh, it certainly fits the uh the agenda of these uh, creatures you know the book that i discussed uh, in one of the episodes uh, was a uh, book called alien viruses and this virus uh, book
0: um <laughs> now wait now you know that alien viruses you could you could take that a couple of different ways
1: yeah it, it, it's a, it's a it's a summation of different things that are going on with the uh, the end result being bio warfare and uh, instead of using weaponry we use we use uh, viruses yeah the, and, uh, the
0: viruses could be alien or the aliens could have the viruses I'm not sure which it yeah is. The, they could be one and the same they could be themselves a virus. It was a virus that killed them, and it was a, a human virus that killed the aliens.
1: Well, that and, was the movie The uh, "War of the Worlds." Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and that movie was a, a successful film. It really uh, it, it had a good audience, but the uh, the revelations that it were I, I have discovered over the years in in, in relationship to the uh, study of viruses uh, has come full circle. And winds up back in the uh, the JFK story and mm. the the cover up of his of his assassination. And uh, as I've mentioned in previous uh, episodes, the uh, President Kennedy was very interested in this subject. Uh, he may have been uh, included on some uh, classified uh, briefings uh, to get more information on it. But uh, the more he knew. The more he became a uh, a liability, because he uh, he didn't like secrecy, and uh, despite the fact that the government works with a lot of secrecy for various reasons,
0: the From secrecy time to time.
1: yeah uh, for certain for certain reasons this this subject had to remain in a really a classified. Uh, Area that would be hard to, uh, to discuss with the general public. So, um, in the early days of the fifties, when uh, when the uh, United States uh, authorities had control over this subject, uh, they were uh, in full gear to study these miraculous uh, pieces of equipment that were uh, contained in the uh, crash saucer. Uh, remains, not only with the, uh, the saucer, but with the creatures themselves and the biological uh, makeup of these creatures led to um, a top secret investigation going on at uh, a place called Fort Dietrich in Maryland, mm-hmm. which was uh, apparently, uh, from what I read and uh, books uh, over the years, it's a secret research into alien viruses hmm. and this was done in the in the 50s so <laughs> uh, way back then they were they were looking into how to study these creatures just after and,
0: roswell mind you
1: yeah this is all stems from the roswell uh, recovery operation which was the uh, beginning of uh, the majestic project and uh, years later A top secret document obtained by a a person by the name of Timothy Cooper, dated June 28th, 1963, from Kennedy to the Director of Central Intelligence, demands a, quote, a review of MJ-12 intelligence operations as they relate to Cold War psychological warfare plans, unquote. And adds, quote, I would like a a brief summary from you at your earliest conveniences. According to Alan Dulles, which was the head of the CIA, in a top-secret document dated November 5, 1961, entitled The MJ-12 Project, the United States Intelligence World was particularly concerned about the way in which the Soviet air defenses perceived UFOs, or perhaps didn't perceive them. As uh, Dulles noted, the overall effectiveness about the actual Soviet response and alert status is is not documented to the point where U.S. intelligence can provide a true picture of how Soviet air defense perceived unidentified flying objects, unquote. So what was going on back then was that the, uh, the uh, United States was trying to devel- develop a, uh, a defensive system, and they knew that the Soviets were probably doing the same thing. And this led to a, uh, a competition to uh, study these objects a lot closer because they knew... That these things were not ours and they knew that they weren't theirs so just as we knew that these weren't Soviets we knew we were dealing with an interplanetary uh, phenomenon and the the both both the the Soviet Union at at in the early 50s and the United States were the the primary leaders of the world so um, they had the uh, the influences to study the subject a lot closer and keep the secrets of what they found out from being discussed in the open uh, public uh, affairs and that's why they gained control over the media and blocked all uh, information on the subject and they had to bring in the Central Intelligence Agency to uh, cooperate in this uh, this program to uh, De-emphasize the significance of the reality of the subject, and, and back to the, the the Kennedy issue is that because his persistence on on bringing this information to the public, uh, like I mentioned before, he was considered a liability, mm-hmm. and the MJ Twelve group has such a um, a powerful position that. Uh, over the years, information has been released that imply that uh, the Kennedy assassination uh, was a uh, an inside job, and, uh, and this is one of the reasons why the uh, the the, revel- the the information on the Kennedy assassination is being blocked for the public. You only get a a, a portion of of the Warren Commission, and. Uh, it's so wrapped up in the uh, <laughs> the concealment of what actually happened at Dealey Plaza, and uh, if if this all of this subject uh, does contain the Kennedy interest and the UFO subject, uh, and this UFO subject is how I say classified way beyond the top secret level, and it's higher than the Manhattan Project. The, this just is another reason to understand the complexity of, of this subject because not only were we looking at this as a, uh, uh, a means to d- back-engineer the, the craft, but to utilize the mechanism or the biological remnants of these creatures in a way that we could use them for a weaponry system and this is what's led to uh, the evolution of this, what they call bio-warfare. And the, uh, the implications are really astounding. If, if the uh, information in this book are as true as I believe, uh, we, we could be looking at a much more complicated future than we could imagine. You know, we've been studying this subject for 70 years, and the UFO community still does not know what the agenda is of these uh, creatures. And we suspect, through speculation, why they've come here, you know, for various reasons. They want to find a new planet. They, uh, they're they looking for food. Uh, they're looking for gold. gasoline. They're looking for gold. Uh, mel- uh, all kinds of uh, speculative reasons. But all of these reasons are interesting, But they still don't really define the true reason that they're here. Uh, And the fact that they haven't made themselves known publicly is very uh, sinister in a way, because if they they wanted to destroy us, they could do it very quickly. But the fact that they've been monitoring us for all these years and decades uh, it's almost like they're just keeping an eye on us and you know wondering if we're going to pursue our our quest to uh, enter another war you know they they only appeared in our atmosphere when we we started to dabble in the uh, the atomic bomb and uh, even though we've had records in the past of their appearance in the uh, in the world their sightings weren't really significantly made until the war in the 40s. And uh, this is why the uh, the atomic bomb theory of why they uh, have entered our atmosphere is so interesting. Because since they've been here, all they've been doing is monitoring our dealings in nuclear power. They've been
0: sighted over. Well, that we know. Yeah. I mean, they're doing other things, too, obviously. Uh- Different people have different opinions about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and then relating back to the book again, it's kind of creepy thinking about, I mean, you, you know, look at the Carl Sagan um, quote that we had last, last uh, episode. And, you know, listen to that because <laughs> these, uh, you know, if aliens came here and they might infect us with the virus that they have that we doesn't exist on earth and, could be something very contagious, uh, and vice versa.
1: And uh, destructive to the population of Earth. That's a scary thing. Because the, you How know. How you
0: protect yourself against that?
1: The, the subject is so wide in its scope that it, that it, it, it boggles the, the, the mind to try to comprehend it all. Because, you know, we, we go, as humans, we go crazy when we can't find something at the store. You know, and, and we go berserk when we have to uh, go searching and looking in different department stores for a roll of uh, tissue paper. I mean, it's a uh, it's a panic kind of feeling that sets in when you don't uh, have an answer for something. You just uh, you get little, you know, you get uh, you get nervous, you get panicky, you start losing your uh, sense of logic, and um, when when these objects were. Being contemplated as being real, uh, the the portions of people that didn't get the real uh, the information because this information was being kept secured. So people that didn't get the the uh, the updated information, they didn't even want to believe this. They they said this is impossible. This can't be true. But the the people at the top knew that they were dealing with this this subject and uh this problem and how to deal with it and keep the public from going crazy we'll just say it's russia and it's national security issue and here we are 2022 and we're dealing with uh a potential uh you know nuclear war and, and we're and we're we're getting nervous and we're watching tv and we're listening to the news all the time to see what people on the other side of the world are going through uh, we're confused we're not sure if we're getting the correct information because hmm. we're being censored in, in different ways on the internet and we're not sure if this information is correct and then we're being you know propagandized by uh by nations that know how to manipulate information, this is a this is a terrible thing that we're in a, the position that the human species is now in. We're dealing with trying to uh, live in peace and have a, a good future, and yet uh, the future, day by day, is looking a little gloomy. So, uh, in order to,
0: in, in some order ways, yes.
1: in order to look at the future in a, in a happy uh, way that uh, things are going to work out. Uh, we have to pray and do a little uh, thinking about what we're doing here and uh, how to uh, calm down. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, it, it, as it relates to maybe not knowing exactly what's going on. I mean, and we're you know the topic today, of course, is we can't handle the future. Yeah. And <laughs> yet, can our, we? And you know? yet, our
1: future is is up in in front of us. And, and we have to deal with it, you know? Well, that's right. As it
0: comes. It comes right on in all all, all day long. <laughs> but this is um, this is an article at SpaceForce.mil. It's news. Space Force activates space training and ready, readiness command. But what exactly is going I mean, you know, the Space Force thing is taking off a little faster than I originally thought. Mm-hmm. I remember reading a few weeks ago that they have uh, claimed to have something like Uh, I think it was thirty something um, um, space vehicles, Mm -hmm. not aircraft. They called them space vehicles or something like that. So I, you know, I'm going to do a little closer investigation of that list. But check this out: the United States joins Australia, Canada, France, Germany, New Zealand, and the UK in the joint release of the combined space operations, the CSpO. Uh, The Combined Space Operations Vision 2031 is what they call it. CSPO is an initiative to address the overarching need to encourage responsible use of space, recognizing challenges to space sustainability. That means budgets are are attached.
1: And, and, And to emphasize, we're talking about outer space. Yeah, not that's just right. not just space. And I'm not
0: sure I think they're claiming all space here. Well, you're in <laughs> my all space. space and matter. Yeah, <laughs> get out of my space get out of my face, man. So st- all right, so uh, uh, recognizing challenges to space sustainability threats presented by technological advances. And is that like Facebook? Uh, no. mm-hmm. And the increasingly comprehensive and aggressive counter space programs of other nation states. Is there? I don't see a footnote to who those other nation states mm-hmm. are. It makes you wonder. I guess the ones that have the funding <laughs> to, obey, to afford. Well, it's not Australia, Canada, France, Germany, New Zealand, or the UK, or the United States, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's other nation states, mm-hmm. though. Other nation states. Mm-hmm. The CSPO Vision 2031 outlines the initiative's overarching purpose and highlights its guiding principles, including freedom of use of space... Really, yeah. That's a trade, a treaty that was signed, the <laughs> International Space Treaty. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, that makes sense. It? responsible hmm. and sustainable use of space, partnering while recognizing sovereignty, huh? And upholding international law. It's it's almost like a
1: paragraph of uh, words. That are stretched out to, to 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 really to get down to the bay, the bottom of it is like who gets there first, who gets to the moon first, who gets to Mars first, who gets to say I plant my flag here for for my nation. Uh,
0: it reminds me of like those songs where you don't know what the words are or something, you know. <laughs> then it, Well, it's it's a way of trying to
1: explain how. Outer space is going to be managed, you know. But there, yeah, there there was
0: a, they were, there was from a a United Nations standpoint and beyond.
1: (laughs) There was a treaty signed. I understand from uh, from things I've read, uh, an international, like a space treaty that would uh, designate space as a, uh, outer space as a, a non. Like that no nation on earth could, could declare any other place as their mm-hmm. own because it belongs to all of us.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess that's the freedom of space thing you're talking mm-hmm. about. The space treaty. Hmm. I think that's what they're alluding to there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Captain Kirk was there too, I think. If, <laughs> I, I think, yeah. yeah. I, think, uh, I think he was. He probably so. was, actually. <laughs> been, at least he's been in outer space he's a little spaced out <laughs> at this point you know um I got another another current event for you though yeah let me hear it now this is um this is uh it says provided by Wghp TV queensboro wayward rock rocket crashes into moon and leaves a crater if anybody's heard about this the the rocket apparently from Chinese space uh, activity mm-hmm. something broke off and was finally slammed into the moon. Oh, it was it was, it was a China uh no, we did that space as an experiment rocket. once with uh, mm-hmm. the um, well I guess um, I think whenever never finished with part of it they uh, part of the ship they ejected it to mm-hmm. the, to the mm-hmm. moon on purpose and that's when it it echoed for mm-hmm. 10 hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a long <laughs> so, time. The long mm-hmm. ring. Hello, hello, hello. I think that's where Pink Floyd got there. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> um, they were ahead of their time, see? Okay, I'm sorry. Back to the article. A wayward rocket likely collided with the far side of the moon at 5,800 mi- 5, miles per hour early Friday morning, leaving a sizable crater in its wake. Yeah, it's a big black eye for the moon, <laughs> huh? This is probably the first unintentional impact on the surface of the moon created by man, former NASA astronaut Jose Hernandez told NewsNation. Nation. Experts don't know for sure where the three to four ton piece of space junk hit the moon as that area doesn't have telescopes, but they estimate impact happened about 625 AM. It could take weeks to determine the exact size and location of the crater. The rocket used to propel satellites and spacecraft into orbit is designed to fall back to Earth, but it's been tumbling haphazardly through space since it was launched nearly a decade ago. Experts say China sent the rocket into space nearly a decade ago, but Chinese officials deny it's theirs. SpaceX, the company owned by Elon Musk, was originally reported as the owner of the space junk after an asteroid tracker identified the collision course in January. But the tracker later corrected himself and said, it was not them.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting. You know, scientists, man, they can raise some flags and get everybody nervous. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Any country is going to deny, 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 Hernandez said. They don't want to be known as the first country that sent an errant third stage rocket booster to the surface of the moon. Gee, I hope it wasn't a test. I tell you, yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez, man. You know, what we, a thought. What we, a thought. We,
1: we wonder how how the future will unfold, and and like I said just a little while ago, the the preparations for all the 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 leaving of Earth to go somewhere else uh, hmm. is kind of interesting because we're, we're headed towards such a crucial time on Earth that you almost wonder like. When are we all going to start wanting to leave, you know, besides just going up for a, for a 15-minute ride, we, pretty soon we're going to want to get uh, on a on a on a caravan to to travel to another planet because this planet yes, is going to Yes, truckers, be-
0: don't get any ideas, okay? Yeah. Don't get any funny ideas, okay, you truckers? Yeah, we 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 need you here. <laughs> we we got enough problems here. Truckers but- for aliens. <laughs> <laughs> The the, the
1: the issue of of our earth being subjected to a, a potential uh, atomic warfare you know has been predicted uh by uh you know Nostradamus and uh, other psychics in in the uh, in the past and uh, this is what leads us to a uh, you know a very uh, confusing future because we want to we want to we want to go to bed at night and think that when we wake up in the morning we're not going to have to put our gas mask on, <laughs> you know. And and uh, th- this is a uh, a question of that lingers in in a lot of people's minds, and, and that's hard to deal with. I mean, you, you're dealing with uh, uh, enough problems in in trying to uh, make a dollar go a long way and and buy another gallon of gasoline. But now when you have to think about, oh, w- will, will the Earth be here in another five years? Is it going to be suffering from, uh, you know, a detonation uh, of uh, a nuclear winter? Because the politicians are just so out of control, we can trip into a nuclear war and, and, and put the future in, in jeopardy. And these aliens that are watching us maybe are going to do something about it are they are they watching this earth problem that we're going through are they are they from the future and they know that we're headed towards this nuclear confrontation is our is our future foretold you know it, it, these are questions that uh, are raised and uh, uh, <laughs> they deserve to be you know talked about <laughs> because they involve everybody here you know, when Reagan made his speech in front of the UN, he said, wouldn't we all forget about our earthly problems and look at this as a, uh, a uniting uh, reason to, to fight for something, our, our, our planet? If, if someone came here and, and, and wanted to make it their own, would we, would we be able to handle that? Uh, we, we got refugees coming across the border from all over the place. Uh, we're going to have refugees coming in from different planets. Are we going to be open? Well,
0: it's freedom of space after all. The Freedom of space, <laughs> right? We can't
1: control the the income well, of, right. of aliens from all over the place.
0: I don't think they want to see us.
1: They? Uh, they They could be looking at us and saying, what's wrong with you people down here? What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> Put these weapons away. These weapons are not going to do anything might
0: have just a little more experience than we do
1: you know i i I just recently watched an old film and i and i i I always bring it up because i i think it's so relevant to our situation and it's uh it's an old movie uh called the day the earth stood still they remade it but the old one is much much more to the point and uh Seeing it and and trying to keep in mind the message that's being told in the movie, the message is very similar to our predicaments today, that if we continue with this surge of weaponry and destructiveness, these these creatures that are uh, mentioned in this movie are beyond war. And they don't seem to uh, uh, like uh, destructiveness. It's, uh, it's been put to the people in the movie as a, uh, a consequence that if we move forward with these weapons, uh, they're going to take an action to uh, destroy us just, just so that our, our destructiveness doesn't spread to other planets or other areas in space. Because atomic weapons, uh, for some reason, uh, that hasn't been made public, uh, can disturb the, the balance in, in the cosmos. Atomic detonation is the splitting of the atom. It's a, uh, (laughs) it's mentioned in the past in the, uh, sacred scripts of the Indian, uh, Maharabi. It's a, uh ancient uh, textbook of the Indian sect that talks about uh, atomic warfare, but uh, using words that were, you know, in use in those days. I mean, they didn't have uh, the words bombs and missiles, but they do have descriptions of, of fighting in the air and weaponry that resembles missiles. They didn't have these words, so they used words that they could, you know, relate to. And that's why when you see them in the past and descriptions of uh, uh, use, and then you see today that we're, we're on the verge of uh, annihilating each other, uh, the, the future doesn't look too uh, too bright. So uh, it's up to the the people that run these uh, these governments to uh, roll back the weaponry that they have, because these weapons really cannot be used. Um the consequences and the uh, the feedback from the public is, uh, is monumental
0: true we have to reel them back you know in countries like like we have where the people still have some power hopefully <laughs> yeah you don't want an arms race
1: <laughs> we, just because we, everybody yeah. says well you got them so we want them uh, you guys use them so we're going to use them you know mm-hmm. who well, are you to tell us not to use them when you use them this is this is the uh, the, the, the rationale that's being Applied to the well, it
0: got a lot of budgets made, didn't
1: it? Yeah, a lot of money into this stupid weaponry that, that that it's just it's just a could have nightmare. Fed more people, Yes. could have just,
0: fed a lot more people. Yep, sure can. A lot more hungry kids,
1: and uh, I, I just hope that uh, our, our future gets a lot brighter because uh, I want to live a lot longer. You know, and what I don't else, want to, I don't want know. to buy a gas mask. I <laughs> I, i'm just happy to take my regular mask off but um, the uh the consequences of these uh these objects in our atmosphere over the last 70 years have involved such a complicated uh management of their visitation and, and all the the scrambling to to de-emphasize that they're actually here it is an extraordinary process and, and it's quite amazing how uh, it works. They continually deny that these, uh, craft are extraterrestrial, uh, spacecraft. They'll use every story that they can come up with to, uh, uh, derail the, uh, the attention. I could, I could just see the, uh, the questions coming at the, at the white house brief, uh, briefing, you know, uh, how they're going to answer this, uh, the subject, if it ever comes up, they'll just, uh, sidetrack it. Oh, I can't take any more questions. I got to go. i got to get by, got to buy a bottle of, uh, Seagram seven. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, the what do you call the uh, alien virus book that i, I speak from a lot uh, is is a great book to uh, to read it's uh, it's 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 full with a lot of information that i feel is uh, relevant to the uh, the story of this uh, object uh, and the uh, the visit that's going on and the uh, the the the, uh, the control that the majestic 12 group has had over our political systems over our national security, uh, issues. There's probably no area that this subject hasn't, uh, been involved in. Our government is deeply involved in this subject. And, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I can, be called a lunatic for what I say, but, uh, if you knew what I knew and uh, I've read the things that I have come across and spoken to the people that I, I respect in this field, uh, there's a very uh, slick cover-up going on in this subject. So be aware that uh, the U.S. officials... Don't always tell the truth. I guess we know that already, but uh,
0: oh,
1: shucks! <laughs> it's it's like breaking my heart here. Man. It's like they do it in our in our best interest. That's the logical reason.
0: Well, we still impart on them to do so and to do what's right.
1: Yeah, we we assume that they're going to know how to handle the uh, the important things, you know, hmm. and we, we we just deal with our our skills to shop and. You know, carry on life and bring our children up. Have we, a
0: conscience. Yeah. These leaders, that's what we need them to do. Have yeah. a conscience.
1: Uh, we live on, a, on a, a wonderful planet, but if it's misused, it's going to turn into a garbage pail. You know, and <laughs> uh, I, I, I see that all the time with the uh, the, the accumulation of uh, things on the streets and, you know, it's just a mismanagement of, of caring, you know. I uh, I hate to see filthy streets, and you know I like to see a nice. I don't like <laughs> well, to see plastic to cups, plastic cups, and 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 you know masks hanging all over the the the, the, the streets <laughs> and the branches of the trees. It's, it just doesn't look cool. I mean, it's it's just poor management. Years ago, people would would take it upon themselves and, and have a volunteer group of. Uh, Fifty kids, and they'd be uh, collecting garbage off the street, and 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 it would become like a a, a thing that people would participate in because mm. they wanted to see their town stay stay nice, you know. And uh, this seems to have slipped by, and uh, it, it just shows a lack of caring, you know. And uh, it's a shame, you know. There's a lot to a lot to be happy about in uh, on uh, on the world we live in, you know. There's not too many places i want to live i I'll, I'll stick to this world <laughs> Mars does not look appealing to me
0: not at the moment there's
1: no there's no palm yeah. trees and there's no uh um. <laughs> no beautiful beaches but uh we have uh accomplished a lot and uh I think that uh, the more that we study this subject it's going to be more clear to the uh to the public that um there's more to this subject than meets the eye. And we'll see you next week. We have a, uh, a week to dig up some more information as to why this subject remains two levels above top secret.